0: Well, welcome back to our Muscle and Hustle podcast live from the big city of Marafelt, County Derry with Tony and a very special guest from Notorious Pizza.
1: Yeah, it's, this is going to be a big one. To be honest, this is our second take because we absolutely fucked the first one there and it was about three seconds in, so that's how professional we are. So hopefully this will go a bit better and we can actually go. I think that's the, the third time we've had to maybe stop and start. Uh-huh. Yeah, in the entire like three years. Now, you're probably the very, what, sex? This is probably the very first time we've had a guest back twice. Yep, in round now. could be could be wrong, could, could be, be right. Could be wrong. This T- is the
0: first live guest. Special when we yes, saved sir. them. Actually, you know when we were talking to the boys about doing a live podcast from here, there was only one person: the great and powerful Paul Hughes.
2: <laughs> World yes. champion. On an intro, thank you so much. World champion.
0: <laughs> it was, it's funny, like I listened back to our last podcast, which is mm. almost two and a half years ago now. That was a... That was and in the, the whole catalog. talk then was you literally what you said, you were going, this is the, the depths of lockdown. Mm. Where, I don't know, I think you were just come back from an injury again.
2: Quite possibly, yeah.
0: And the whole talk was, you pretty much laid out what you just did.
2: Oh really? Fucking... Pretty, yeah. pretty much, <laughs> bit by bit.
0: You laid out what you were going to do and, and the path that was taking you. As the the goal, as it was called, was I will be a UFC champion. Mm-hmm. So the first box is ticked.
2: That's it, brother. We're halfway there. Halfway yeah, be there. Curious to hear more, what I said. Like, more than half, I'd, I'd say. I'd say.
0: It. I was actually talking about it last night The boys, the boys were going. Out, I bet you. Bet you the UFC calls coming, mm. and I was like, I bet you the calls really happen.
2: undisclosed, mm. undisclosed, <laughs> because like, no. it's one of those things where you, you you
0: get that last minute call, but I think like, Paul's too smart for the last minute. Like absolutely, like it didn't, it, Well, Reese was very unlucky who he had the fight in that last mm. minute, but I think like, Paul's too smart for that. Like it's like you the calls coming, you're like, oh, should to do it? But.
2: Mm. Yeah, that's it. I've earned my spot. You know what I mean? I'm not jumping in in no those short uh, notice fights. like um, no. As you mentioned, Reese there, unfortunately, got put in a week's notice against Kazmatjomayev, <laughs> one of the best in the world. Like, So I'll not be doing anything like that. I've earned my spot. Um, and whenever the opportunity comes, I'll be taking it. But as of right now, it's like, until anything's confirmed, I won't be saying anything. Uh, I just let my management power down. Deal with all that for now.
0: Then that's another great saying when you have management. As big as... The bi- probably the, big, they're the biggest.
2: Yeah, absolutely. The best in the world. Best agency in the world. Uh, and they don't, they don't take on? No, they're very select few. They've only maybe 20 UFC fighters, and that includes Conor McGregor, Israel Adesanya. Um, they manage the best, like so very, very privileged position to be in there.
1: Yeah, do you know what I find very interesting too? Because I actually gave our like our podcast a bit of a listen back, the, the very first one, yeah. which I never do because I hate the sound of my own voice, and I apologise to every <laughs> listening. But see especially for our first podcast i remember certain people writing to me and being like they actually found you quite interesting because some people found it hard to figure out whether you're just extremely confident or are you on that verge of like he's too sure and i find that very interesting because i think that's just it's it's like true confidence it's where you're almost that sure it comes across to people that they're on they're they're like is that what it's supposed to be like or is that arrogant do you ever get that like yeah. where people are like, That's too much but you sort of have to be like that in your game, don't you?
2: Yeah, I mean you just gotta eliminate doubt from your mind and that's just what I do. That's just that's just how I've been to be completely honest. For years. Like I, I knew what my goal was and I knew I had the potential to do it just from the hard work that I've been putting in and, and from very, very fortunate experience of being able to travel around the world and, and train with people who are in them positions, I knew I had the sauce from from early, like so all I had to do was put the work in and at the end of the day it's just about removing Mm -hmm. doubt from your mind that's what it takes to be a successful fighter like so that's just what I did and that's how I spoke and that's what I manifested
1: I think as well like the more you speak of it like there's there's obviously never going to be any negativity out of your mouth or any ill words about yourself or anything like that And I think that is probably like what's the best word word to put that like it almost drills it back into you Mm -hmm. do you know whenever you constantly say i'm gonna do this i'm doing this this is how i am i've got the sauce from this age i think it almost reaffirms constantly yourself this is me this is me this is me so eventually even at the start maybe you're saying it where you're maybe just believing it a bit it almost just ingrains as like i'm fucking doing this this yeah. is happening And then your wee, your small steps turn into bigger you start winning more then everything starts rolling together and then it's like holy fuck, this is actually happening
2: that's it when you start backing up your words that's when the confidence grows even more like that's why i've got so much respect that fighters for example, Caelan Lockham we're talking about there, like, who, who just puts it on the line? He just comes out, talks the shit and says, yeah. I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do this. It's exactly what I done when I was coming up. And when you start backing up them words against high level opponents, yeah. then you start realizing you, you believe yourself even more. Yeah. I mean, at the start, of course, you doubt yourself a little bit more, but as you say, the, the repetition of them positive affirmations leads to the the deep and grave belief. belief. So it's, yeah. that's what it's about. It's about setting them big ass goals, working your ass off to get there. And then whenever you get there just that's like a an extra stripe in the belt it's like yeah you've done that and then that's when you just keep leveling up you start calling for the big opponents you start saying i'm going to be champion of the world at whatever age whenever nothing in your life is pointing towards that fact that's what it's about like and that's i, I guess it just sort of goes for success in general like yeah you, ha- you have to see that and believe that before anybody else does so yeah,
0: I, yeah. how, how you, know, you have to believe it yourself mm-hmm. to, to make other people like if if you were No, saying oh, this is going to be a tough fight. Don't know about this. Don't know about that. And say Dana White hears that, Mm -hmm. he's not going to go. Oh, I like that kid. Mm -hmm. He wants to hear the boy going. This is exactly what I'm going to do. This is my timeline. This is who I've got next. Give me a call. Absolutely. No, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this in this round. Mm -hmm. And that's where I see this fight going. It's like when you were you're in your last fight. I've seen a difference in you in your last fight now. I think a lot of people did because you actually really you really like Jordan, Mm -hmm. Um, which normally your opponents. Most of the time, there's a lot of, well, and in, in the, the warrior head that you have to kind of get into that thing. But that was when it, when it was going into it, I was kind of like, and we, we have mutual friends, I was kind of saying to them, I haven't seen this side of Paul before. Where, mm-hmm. you, you know, there was so much, you have so much respect. It was different because it just was, I hadn't seen it before. So I was like, oh, hopefully, but then knowing you and knowing your mindset, it was just, the, the reality hadn't changed. It was just... Yeah, you, you just a run up that you you played it a wee bit different. Yeah,
2: at the end of the day, it just was what it was. Yeah, like I'm not putting on no fake persona. No. like I'm just speaking how I actually feel. And whenever I was first meant to fight Jordan in March, there was a lot of shit talk and there yeah. was a lot of games and there was a lot of back and forth. But that's just how I felt at the time. Yeah, because yes, it's hype in the fight, but it's like I'm not th- saying things that are completely out of character. Yeah. Or I'm, I'm not putting on no fakeness. That is how I felt, and that was... You're not
0: personal, there was no personal
2: attacks. It never was really personal fight to me. But the last fight, to me it was just sort of like, we're supposed to fight in March, didn't happen, blew the neck out the week of the fight, didn't happen. And it didn't happen to November there. By that point it's like, I'm finished with all the trash talk, like I'm finished with everything. I just want to get in there and show that I am the best. And then that sort of reflected in the interviews and everything I was doing before the fight. Yeah. Not, not just like I didn't dislike Jordan the whole time, but it is still competition, and he's still trying to take my career away from me, like my future, everything. And you can say that's personal. I don't, I don't think it's really personal, but the last fight, the last fight was just like that's how it felt. I just wanted to prove I'm the best, and I didn't need to to shit talk to to sell the fight. The fight sold itself. Ah. It's one of the biggest fights in European MMA history. You know what I mean? It had the storyline, so it sold itself. Do you think? Do you think that was your best performance yet? I probably would be, yeah. Because of the stakes, the magnitude of the fight, yeah. how it went, it's one of the most dominant title fights say, in Cage Warriors history. Yeah, against one of the best guys. Yeah, it Cage looked. It, has had. it almost
0: looked like a mismatch, but it like it. wasn't at all. Like it. it looked like. It, it looked like someone was put in against someone they shouldn't have been put in against. Mm. But it was because I put it down that you. You were prepped that well for it. Your game plan was on point. You set out to you set out to enforce yourself, impose yourself mm. on him. You did it from from start to finish, mm. and everything you had done just as you
2: know you, you just came off.
0: You no, know, yeah. every like literally every single thing.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, like it was. Although it was, I did run away with it towards the end. The first round was like yeah. it was fifty fifty. In fact, I probably scored the first round for him. When I was in there, I was like, oh, he bothered me that round. Like, I need to, I need to pick up the yeah. game here. But I still I believed in myself. I knew. And you, I honestly going into that fight, I didn't know what to expect. Like I didn't think it was going to play out the way it did. I think I thought it was going to be a lot tighter. Yeah. And it's just because I have so much respect for Jordan and I know how good he was. I honestly thought it was I was going in for a five round, like possibly close decision. If I didn't finish him early, I always believe I have the power to finish yeah. people early because I have a lot of finishes early in my career. But. That's just how it played out, and you say I sort of ran away with it towards the end. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think there was at one maybe in the second round you hit him on a shot, and I you seen him go oh, <clears> the I kick. can't, I can't, I, I yeah. can't get hit by any more of these here. So, and I think that's that's when his game plan kind of went out the window. But then you you yeah. completely just
2: yeah. So uh, I sort of set up that head kick from the first round. It was throwing a lot to the body in the first round. landed about three or four like really clean right in the liver, like just on the money. And in between the first and second round my coach just said put that head kick high now put it behind the jab because it's something that we've been working yeah not necessarily something we thought oh this is going to work against jordan because he's a very high level kickboxer we we weren't sure but he called it in between the first and the second and within the first minute i threw that left high kick up straight and the shin just caught him right in the back of the head and it it clearly stumbled it clearly wobbled him and that's when he shot in on me for the takedown and i reversed him took his back and i think that's when the, the tide changed in that fight because I don't think really he intended in grappling too much. No, I'm a very strong grappler. Like so, I think he probably went in there I was thinking I'm gonna I'm gonna box ahead of him for five rounds. But <laughs> whenever whenever I hit him and rocked him with that, uh, that's when he shot in. I think that's when the team He did turned shoot back. a lot
0: more than he because he kept p- trying to push you against the cage, and you were just relaxed, even. But even if you go back right to the start, your your cage walk, like the cage walks, were probably the longest yeah. in cage walk. Like it got that point even in McAlvory's. I was like, this point to hurry up. We were starting to get a wee bit earlier, like, this is this a long time? And then, and you were walking, you were standing, and you were going past his fans, and yeah, yeah. you had a kind of, wee of a, a wee bit of a wee bit of a luck with them. And you know, you <laughs> I were, was
2: turning around. Like I was, oh, was. you like, were loving it? Like it was probably the shortest actual walk. Oh, it was to tiny. In, in, in I've experienced the yeah. cage wars, and that probably was the longest walkout in history of cage <laughs> oh, wars. Oh, was I it was I just dude done, done a week quarter, and then went back the quarter, went up a quarter, walked back half, like almost
0: <laughs> two full songs.
2: Oh, wow And then it like, the, but yeah, the way yeah, it was,
0: you walk past your guys first, and then when you as you entered the cage, you had to go past his crew. It must be his gym because yeah. I think they're all in the gym tops. And you can you can you, you I, when you were standing soaking <laughs> it, and I was like, oh fuck, that was
2: here we that was absolutely bonkers. Like even yeah. from from whenever I came out into the standing area, like before my music mom on, when they're showing the intros and stuff like that, I, I was just getting abuse. Of, it's like so much abuse. Like do you like that? I mean, it, don't, it Do you is weird, but at that point, you fucking hear it because they're so close to me. Like, yeah. like they could throw drinks over me if they want Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're so close, but it's so funny. <laughs> Tell the story, like, boys are shooting serious abuse at me, and all I hear is one boy one going, Up, Lavi. <laughs> <laughs> <That can laughs> I be, thought that was so funny at the time. Like, you'll always meet a Lavi boy. 100%. I think there was
0: actually one in McCaffrey's that night, too. Oh, really? Like, there, there you are. One, I like, well
2: believe that. Like, I think there was one, but so, yeah, that was. That was bonkers. The walkout was—it's one of my favorite things of fighting. Like, it's—it's yeah. so—it's so mental. Like, it's so so mental to just have thousands yeah. just like you see my fans going so crazy, and yeah. then you see him and the they are shouting, and you can see it means personal to them. Like, it's not yeah. just like they're there for yeah to watch a sport. It's like they maybe know Jordan, or they're just big fans, and they're like, "Fuck you!" Like, you're like yeah, yeah. So it's it's an intense situation, but I I relish that. You know what I mean? I'm i i thrive on pressure like some it's it was quite
1: emotional after to an extent like that's do you know it's one thing that i noticed as well is because like don't get me wrong i'm i understand like it's a big sport everyone involved but i think it caught a lot of extra viewers because of the aftermath so like you in the cage going over them and stuff now don't get me wrong i know people go over but there's a difference that was a wee bit more like Relatable If you get me Do you know when people go over And there's the handshake Or there's like a Yeah here you go I'm just doing this For the fucking camera Because everybody's around here And I have to be a sportsman That You see that all <laughs> no, the fucking here, time right. uh, yeah. are right. Whereas you could actually see A little bit of Like as much as you were Buzzing for yourself A little bit of like Fuck I'm sorry Because I know That if she was not the other foot That sucked mm-hmm. And I think Like the traction That you probably picked off And then the following that It actually shows Not being a ball wag Especially in like Sort of victory Because I know you have to Keep like that, that sharp mind at all times i feel like that actually built traction did it really well because that was actually like don't get me wrong that's how a lot of people actually end up pinging the fight to me after mm-hmm. and we're like did you see this part and i was like and then you can see like even on your instagram you can see the views pick up from that part rather yeah. than the fight which is very interesting i think because it it's, is yeah rather than like a yeah. knockout finish or something people were looking at like how you treat somebody that you've just really beat a fucking pulp
2: yeah, it's 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 so interesting how how these things happen because you feel yeah. like oh I'm gonna go in knock him out or put on a good performance and everyone's gonna blow up because of that. Yeah, and like it still would have because yeah. of the magnitude of the fight. But as mentioned, like I think the the post fight stuff and post fight interview and sort of just being with yeah. Jordan in the cage probably blew up more than the fight. In fact, it's probably I I probably people talk about it more than my performance if I'm being yeah. completely honest, which is so crazy because. Like I would have never thought in all the years and all the work that I've done, like whenever I get that undisputed title beating one of the best guys in the world, like with thousands of of people watching, that I would be like I wasn't even when they were putting the belt and stuff on me, I wasn't even thinking. Like I was I wasn't like i I had envisioned this moment for so long and just thinking the glory and everything. I couldn't I couldn't help but think of him. Yeah. And I was you thought it could have been you. Exactly. This is the thing. It's I mean like I relate to Jordan Just as much as yeah. More than most people in the world like Because we're just living that same life Domini's just like an English Paul Hughes yeah. In a sense where He's just sacrificing everything he's, he's doing the same things I understand what he has to go through So that's why it was I was pretty emotional after Because He was And he was in a bad way as well And just Yeah Just uh, It was unfortunate that it just had to be him
0: Yeah And do you Have you, have you spoke since?
2: Yeah yeah Good bit
0: Good Yeah bit. So I think a lot of the time when a lot of people have seen that after that fight, that's as true martial artists mm-hmm. rather than a lot of some people now that take up MMA, they don't, they don't really have like a martial arts background. They go in and they do a bit of this, do a bit of that, and then realize they're a hard lad or they're mm-hmm. a class fighter or they're a great athlete. Go, I can turn you into a fighter. Whereas mm-hmm. with, with yourself and Jordan, there's a, a true martial artist to it, and that's where you know, the warrior thing comes in, where after mm-hmm. the fight, you know there is that that you know this is just what we do. There's no there's non personal. Whereas you see some of the guys that it is very personal to them because they don't know anything else. They, mm-hmm. They're just in there with raw aggression and and mm-hmm. fighters. Whereas you're 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 very deep into the whole martial arts of the mm-hmm. of the whole thing, the the history of it. You know everything about it. It's mm-hmm. not just I'm gonna do a bit. Of this, I'm gonna do a bit of grappling. We'll do you of boxing. going to do kickbox, muay thai. Mm-hmm. You're actually into it. Yeah, that's absolutely. the thing I noticed for you. You're that's... It's not like. It's not like oh I'm good at this I'm just gonna do it. It's mm. you know you're in you're in there you're in in the actual. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. I mean it's a hard balance. It's an interesting point you make because not a pe- lot of people sort of think about that. Yeah. They don't really think about martial arts whenever they think MMA or uh, UFC. They think spectacle. They think McGregor. They think trash talk, which is obviously a huge part of yeah. the sport. It's the reason probably it is so big is for the likes of people like yeah. McGregor things like they got. And of course, for the entertainment value. Do so you yeah. I mean if everyone was just bowing to each other, there was no shade talk, it wouldn't be as big as Bye, it was. If everybody
0: was a Wonderboy Boy Thompson.
2: Exactly. <laughs> but then again, like Their teeth. his martial arts still shone, shine through. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's a hard it's a fine balance. Like it really just depends on who you are as a person. Yeah. And as mentioned, like I just wanna be I'm just being myself. Like yeah. that situation yeah. that happened with Jordan after the fight. It's not like I thought here. the camera's here I just fought here but <laughs> yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna really console him and near cry beside him because it looks good for like yeah. nothing like that's going through your yeah. head it's just real in the moment and like yeah it's in, that's an interesting point you make because I do try to th- think of it as the martial arts lifestyle and, yeah. and it, there's more goes into that than just the fight night there's no, I... it's in, intense discipline it's self betterment it's yeah. yeah, that's that's the life that I live like and yeah, at the it's, end it's, the day, a, it's
0: a lifestyle like it's not Exactly, you know, uh, exactly. It's like, There's a difference like the boxer's lifestyle and you have the, the, but the martial artists especially mixed martial artist, mm-hmm. you No know,
1: There's so much It's absolutely like Tony, you, like, you
0: probably don't know this Tony's a mixed martial <laughs> artist <man>. Oh really? i
2: have taken like Letting 10 lessons go. Let's go Where are you
1: training? He's um, taking me Daki McLeanon
2: Oh right I fucking know that. Which is
1: about. for me do you know what it is it's one of the things where like when I was talking to Daki and you're talking about training like I'm only doing striking so there's been no BJ Jiren, no great game, no
2: game, yeah. One ex- that's
1: watching exactly. Come across but uh, uh, <laughs> I'm too low to the ground anyway. You wouldn't even get me. Up. But uh, I knew. I told Paul before we came up here. I goes guarantee. Mickey froze that in somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I,
0: gonna, I thought it was only grappling. we were doing. I was gonna say, Paul, if we had to put a time on it. <laughs> Between five and ten seconds, or under five seconds,
2: how quick? Would
1: you jump on it? <laughs> My neck's pretty fat. I think I'll be alright for a wee bit. Uh, I think he would probably last
2: ten seconds. To be fair, like, he seems a pretty strong
1: guy. <laughs> uh, no, but you know what I find really, really there's two things I wonder. I find it mad the way, like whenever you do break it down. I know there's a lot of training in all sports, but like for example, that would be saying like you'd be doing boxing at like seven a.m. in the morning in Belfast, and then you could be doing BJJ in there at nine, and then you could be somewhere else at 12 and he just goes like it just rolls it's because there's so many different sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. one thing that i definitely bet you people are wondering as well is, and this isn't me being like social life has to take such it's like bodybuilding to an extent like i just feel like it has to take such a big hit doesn't it
2: oh i mean like, there's
1: no, there's none there's in no this <laughs> when you're when,
2: especially when you're preparing for a fight i'm very very blessed i have very good friends and family and like My friends, like, we do try to sort of make sure we're seeing each other. Two of my best mates live in Belfast. I live with one of them, so, like, I'm seeing my best mates a lot, which is so unbelievably important, like, and I do know how important that is because I've went to the other end of the spectrum before in my career. For example, like, whenever I was younger, everyone was moving up to uni, I was, like, got to chase a dream. Like, they all moved in the house. I was by myself, and I was, like, had this mindset of, like, sure, I don't need to see anyone. Do you mean? I'm on this grind. I'm going to make it. And then you do that for X amount of months, six months, and you realize, fuck, I'm depressed. Uh, you're like, maybe I do actually yeah. need to see people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you Your mates I
0: mean? stop texting you because you, every time they text you, you say no. That's yeah, the same yeah. as me with yeah, DJing. Yeah. Like they're like, do you want to go out and Saturday? They're like, oh, no, I'm DJing. They're like, no bar. And then they do, keep going for about six months, and they just stop texting. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't want to bully you They don't want to and nobody likes getting said no to. yeah. yeah. And also, they don't want to <laughs> probably and with your your side of things with sports, they're probably like, oh, I don't want it just in case he does say, and then he goes, no, we we derail him from us. Yeah,
2: for sure, for sure. But then that's why it's so important to surround yourself with with those people who actually want the best for you, the same values as you. Yeah. And do you know what I mean there's always a like a, a cutting process as you grow up, like? Well, we but, talk about
0: it all the time. You, yeah. You, know, you keep. You know, you find out you don't need a big circle. You not find alone. out who's who brings positive stuff in your life and who, you no, know, who detracts. The <laughs> detractors, even, they could be your best friends in the world and they have their place. Mm. But as a detract from what your goal is, you go to, you know, you can't have to just remember and go. I still love him to bits. Mm. Just have to keep him over there a wee bit because he's not going. He's not going to help me get to yeah. where I want to get. But For sure. the best crack in the world afterwards. <laughs> I'll, I'll you no, know, I'll go in the lads' holiday with him after mm. the fight, but. See for these next sixteen weeks of camp, you need to, yeah. you need to stay over there, yeah. I
2: mean, I understand where you're coming from. I, I'm so fortunate that yeah. like, my best mates are like, like brothers. Like, Aye. do you know what I mean in every sense of the word? Like, I wouldn't ha- wouldn't even have these thoughts now, yeah. which I'm so blessed because I've got such a good friend group. Yeah. So it's like, like they get the crack. Do you know what I mean they've been my friend for years now? They understand what my lifestyle is. Like, yeah. they respect that just as I respect their lifestyles. Do you know what I mean my friends are? Doing good things as well, so yeah, it's probably too when when you when they win, you know. I mean, oh, it's like, massively, it's, yeah. massively, yeah, massively. Yeah,
0: people get so embroiled, and it, it's like it's because even there, like like Kiwi from the Hatfield, he he goes over to your fights, and like he get like, he doesn't get excited about anything. <laughs> I, I've known Kiwi from two thousand fifteen; he doesn't get excited about anything. But fuck, he gets excited about your fights, like. Yeah. And I've never seen that man excited about nothing in my life. <laughs> and when the, as soon as he gets the tickets, the whole run up that. He's like, oh, I can't wait for this, can't wait for this. London, we're going to London, we're going to this.
2: Yeah. That's I mean, that's music in my ears. That, yeah. that means a lot when I hear things like that. Like yeah. more so than people like saying nice things to you when, when you meet yeah. them or whatever. That is something that's like, oh wow. Like I'm really creating this this feeling for people. And yeah. that's that's what I'm going for. I'm going for the full experience. I'm not just going for I hear you tuning in this fight. Nah. I'm going for the full thing, the experience, the fans travelling. Like just wait till you see when it hits Vegas because it's gonna be on a whole new level. Yeah. Like,
1: because yeah. you're you, the thing is too. Although you're an athlete, you're also an entertainer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know that's, it's. I know they're they're interlinked, but like it's one of the things that people don't put into enough because you're trying to get that balance between where you're coming across as confident, but you're not too much. You're trash talking, but it's not just talk. Mm. So it is like as you said, a balancing game. But one thing that you touched on there that I think is really key is that idea, and I've definitely got lost in that. And I'd say you have too, is where you feel like the grind has to be by yourself and you have to lock away for six months because that happened to me where like you, you're you like, you hear all this stuff on social media, it's like, cut everybody out, just go monk mode for six months and 12 months and that is good and you do make really good progress but then the thing is, all of a sudden, your mind you start losing your mind a little bit and not in a good way, not like where you're losing your mind and you're like, fuck, I'm going places, you're losing your mind in a case of like, I'm actually feeling off balance here. I feel mm. like off kilter. Something's not sitting right. And I feel like it's whenever you look at like uh, the hierarchy of needs, it's because you're actually not socializing. Yes, you are maybe in that setting, but you're actually not getting a release from that sport. Like your as much as your sport is a release, it's not the same. It's not the same as downtime. No. So I feel like that happened to me with business and coaching and bodybuilding. Everything starts revolving around it, and then you're like, "Fuck!" All I do is talk about money coaching fitness and then it's all well and good and you're like oh but my fitness is my, my downtime. no it's not your downtime time anymore yeah. because it's like i remember going to a bodybuilding course and they were like right so we're gonna get people to stand up and say one interesting thing about themselves can't be about like lifting weights and like literally everybody was like sat back down Joe, it was like a case of like, because that's all they do. Oh. And, I, and I was sort of like, fuck it. At the time I was firefighting, I was like, fuck, that's my interesting uh, thing. Yeah. I've got some of these bastards. And then as soon as I left, firefighting, I was like, fuck, I have no. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I think that's interesting for yes. anybody that's listening in your sport or mine or even doing DJ. It's like that, you don't have to, because I think for a long time period, I thought if I worked seven days a week or grinded the balls of every single day for the year versus you end up just doing the same amount of work mm-hmm. but shitter quality mm-hmm. and you spread it out if that makes sense I'm not too yeah, sure if you notice know that but especially whenever I cut off people
2: no it makes sense at the end of the day the way I think of that is like direction is more important than speed yeah. I mean so you can go fast in the short term but in the long term if, you're, if your direction's off like you're not getting there do you yeah. know what I mean but yeah. it, in saying that as well you have to push your limit to know your limit Yeah. do you know what I mean so you have to Full do circle. them times of, and you talk to anybody that says well they went through periods of that like They've never been the right balance the whole time. No, Otherwise they wouldn't be where they're at. So you need to push your balance or your your uh, <clears throat> you need to push it to see what limits you actually have. You are sort of fucked too in a sport where
1: like now there's more on the line, there's more re- there's now there's more reward in every sport or every aspect than ever before, because there's more money on the cards yeah. than there was 10, 15 years ago. So the thing is people are willing to give up more and more of themselves for a shot at that. And then when you've got people who aren't taking fucking days off then you're hardly going to turn around on Sunday and go you know what I take the day off yeah. and relax because in the back of your mind you're like he work me and that's mm. the same with like if you're on Instagram if you're oh, DJ that. like as much as you don't want to say it there's somebody else trying to take your spot mm-hmm. so it's that mindset of like can I do it it's, it's hard to know do I deserve a break mm. or do I do you know what I mean yeah. I think uh, that I think that's what people struggle with as well
2: I definitely struggle with that like I think I've maybe got better throughout the years like it used to be hard for me to take rest days Yeah, Not to, I was never one of these guys like oh like never take a rest day ever like I enjoy my time off like I'll chill out on a Sunday by myself yeah. all day lying over, sofa no bother at all Like, yeah. but I think <clears throat> as you say when when you're if you're going for something big it's like the I think about there's these guys in Dagestan training every single day and that's just what they do yeah. Yeah, they theirs. pray and they wrestle and they beat cunts up like yeah. do you know what I mean and that's just it So it's like, that's what I sort of think about if I have to get myself going. Where's that place? Dagestan. (laughs) that. You know Khabib? Khabib oh right 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 the, uh, it uh, sounds like they're going like to they, they, they fight, fight bears or something they actually do fight bears so. <laughs> so. <laughs> 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 they do they fight <laughs> bears
0: like that's the
1: whole thing but it's like
0: you,
1: you like, better get back the work you know, well, fuck it what like, can like, I fight in there like a fucking you, car or
0: something well, you can find a few bears in like,
1: a <laughs> black car park I was just saying <laughs> some cats or something a two farmers like just
0: jacked as fuck the consequences but I find there's a whole thing I remember Rogan talked about years ago when fighters have one foot in one foot out because it, it never ends well for him. and I, I, I think that that's the way. You, know, the, <clears throat> you, you, li- you have to live that, that sport. You can't. It's not like Gaelic or soccer where you can, you, know, you play it. There's the consequences. Some people are, are going to you know, like that. But the consequences. You win whoa, or lose. Whoa, 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 but the consequences whoa. You, you win or lose. The consequences for you is you can take bad damage to your head or bad mm-hmm. damage to your body. Breaking bones is part of the job, almost. Whereas football. Injuries, uh, yeah, you know they're they're not normally the consequences aren't as bad, mm-hmm. but for a fighter in combat sports, the consequences are they they can be life altering. Yeah, if you're not prepared, if you're like if you go in too dehydrated, like everybody knows, it's not good. You know, for the concussions, it's not good for getting getting hit in the head. You miss weight. You know, there's footballers keep themselves in great condition, but mm-hmm. three times a year, you're not telling them to. You no, know, you need to get down lower. You need to get down lower. You need to mm-hmm. get down lower, or you need to you Know you need to do this, or I just think, for someone like yourself and for other fighters, it's, it is, it's a, it's, it's an all in or none in. Yeah. Because you're not getting far if you're if you're taking, like that's why Paddy Pimblett's kind of like, it's a weird one when he when he shoots up and and goes down and know, know he says he's not going to continue to do it, but mm-hmm. for him to get that far keep continue doing that is, is how far does yeah.
2: he go? Uh, I think he's got a low ceiling. Like I, I've, like he's been in Cage Warriors a long time since I've been there as well. He, I just don't think, and it's not even anything personal against him. He's just not that good. No, Striking's very good. Like, very but he, but he's a star. Aye. Do you know what I mean? He is a star. Aye. And I'll take half away from him. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the UFC is a business machine. Yeah. It's a money making machine. Yeah. And he's gonna make the money. So yeah. they give him the right opponents. Like he lost that fight last week. All don't know how he himself. got the decision. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. But that's just how it is it's a make, money making machine and that's why your branding and marketing is so important because you can be a Patty pimlet, not be that good not have a low ceiling yeah. but still get in and make a shit ton of money like entertaining so, exactly it's a, as you mentioned it is the entertainment business yeah he is, he
0: is he's, he's especially now when you have like McGregor's kind of out of the picture then they had Darn Till for a while he's probably out of the picture again They're, they have they always have to have the, the British star mm-hmm. Leon Edwards Is a lot like yourself. He goes about his business, Mm. and he's 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 more of a. He doesn't really play up to the cameras too much. Mm. Bisbing's gone behind the camera now, whereas Paddy's kind of stepped in, and he's and and Molly in a way too stepped in. There, all eyes are on them Mm. for for people who haven't won that many fights. They've more eyes on them than probably probably Izzy at the moment.
2: Mm, Well, I mean that's probably. You're probably writing off there in a sense, like no, in yeah. a sense,
0: because like, well, there's a whole thing about when people go back to Australia. It's like mm. Alexander; they don't, you don't really hear from them. It's like, you know, yeah, when Australia's one of the countries where once you go there, it's like they could be doing this class work, but it's mm. like it's like nobody, nobody ever talks about it. Yeah, and then when they come back, you're like, oh, forget he's a goat,
2: because nah, yeah. he just goes
0: away for a while and then comes back. It's like when John Jones comes back, people, people are almost forgetting what John Jones is about. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's been bulking now for. Three years, maybe four years ah, nearly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he's sitting, he's running about there 250 pounds or whatever he's meant to be at now. Um, when he comes back, people are going, on, We go, fuck
2: remember him? Mm.
0: Remember, that's the reason that a lot of people got into UFC was stay up late for John mm-hmm. Jones.
2: That's it. Relevancy is so important in this game, and it's we're in the TikTok generation, do you know what I mean people got short memories? So it's yeah. like staying on there, like keeping the content going out, keeping people thinking about you. Do you know what I mean that's what for example Paddy does so well. Yeah. He's he's really good at his content. So Do you it's, struggle it's with that a bit? Uh like putting myself out there. I like doing or in I like doing
0: more stuff that you kinda like it's not really me, but
2: um Or do you keep nah, yourself
0: just going no I'm just doing what I do?
2: No, like I am fortunate I have a couple of lads working for me, Roscoe and Roy, who oh, are yeah, yeah. who are, are that's with me, Creative? So like, yeah, yeah, I mean who are unbelievable at what they do. Like yeah. I've released a movie last year. Do yeah. you know what I mean? That's been five years in the making. So it's like although I'm maybe not as good at the day-to-day content I'm not videoing myself too much I used to like now I just don't really Aye. feel the need to yeah. like I have the lads produce the content for me but like it's so important as I mentioned like we put out a movie that's been five years in the making like so I'm definitely I've got the right things in place I've I've had things documented for five six years now so like we're we're thinking Netflix we're thinking big movies yeah. McGregor ask if not. To be honest, we're we're gonna do it better. Like we we have a lot more footage from back in the day, so it's very very important that you're you're putting that stuff out there and and, and essentially building your brand, bringing yeah. these people with you.
0: Did you, did you get that? We well, probably didn't, but like the Kanye thing.
2: Yeah. So I mean, Kanye, unbelievable. like
0: you filmed himself even before he's big. He filmed mm-hmm. everything. they were like, like, why are you doing that? He goes, because so when I'm big, we've got ten yeah. years of footage, and they're like. But- I don't get what you mean and then was just saying like, just believe me believe me the drive
2: and, he, and that and was it, way back in the oh, day like, like it's no, easy for me to say that even five years ago when yeah. I haven't done anything it's easy for me to be like here I'm gonna, I'm gonna be massive so I'll video myself back when he was doing it it yeah. was like videos all that sort of stuff was just starting
0: those camcorders do I you think? know what I
2: mean and he was like here now, nah, video me I'm a producer but I'm gonna I'm gonna go into rapping and take over the game, yeah. and he's got it all in video. Oh, unbelievable. It's unbelievable! From from day dot, from him going into
0: offices and going, "Here's my CD," mm-hmm. and they going, "Who are you?" And he's just like, "Take a CD, take a CD, take yeah. a CD." Yeah. It's
2: unbelievable. And to
0: now, and then now he's got film crews around him yeah, and, yeah. and everyone else. But
2: mm-hmm. so what's
0: we're not we're not we're not going to get in the UFC chat. What's next? Where where have you got a fight coming up in Cage
2: Warriors? Is there any? confirmed. Unconfirmed. Unconfirmed. We've we've got options. We're talking to people like. I'm just letting my management deal with most yeah. of it, to be honest, because there's no point in me speculating and here this is happening and then oh we might do this, we might do that. I'm waiting to, things are set in stone. But we're, uh, of course, that last fight has put me in a very good position, like yeah. put me in a very good and position. And would
0: you stay so. at the same weight?
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah for sure, for yeah. sure.
0: Because normally that's the f- first thing people normally do or talk about is like, mm-hmm. well, why don't you go up for the next guy?
2: Well, I mean, I definitely would consider it Yeah. for sure if I was getting the right bag. Like, I would, yeah. I would definitely consider it, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of those. It's it's just I always find it really fascinating as, as well. With a lot of people jump in the Conor train, they didn't, they don't, they didn't see the Cage Warriors Conor. You no, know, they think Conor McGregor simply was born mm-hmm. in the UFC, whereas I had kind of come across him because because of Cage Warriors and the way he talked in Cage Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I think with yourself, the like cage warriors is exciting now. Like it's a lot of people are starting to show the respect that it deserves. Whereas before it was UFC and then a wee bit Bellator. And then people would look at Bama and stuff. I went, oh, and then cage warriors was like, oh, that's the one that you can see in Ireland all the time. Yeah. But now people are starting to go to like that cage warriors, like that one you were on. Like the amount of people tweeting about that, mm. which was, it's something i have never come across with cage warriors before. The odd time you would see a bit But Like Everybody like really Like t- out, Far out on anything i seen Bellator Doing in, in the last way. Yeah. Like, like it was going off On Twitter Everybody was behind it Everybody had soaked up in it Do you think that A lot
2: of that's to do with The, the ta- People realise the talent pool That's coming out of Cage Warriors I think that's definitely A large thing to do with it's The likes of McGregor Bisping Dan yeah. Hardy People like that Coming directly from Cage Warriors The fact that they've been around a long time too they're yeah. well known they're not just a new promotion that started yeah. up which is very important like an mma promotion that's been around a long time is a is a good sign because it's not the the money in the industry is not huge no it's starting that that goes to my next point it's getting a lot bigger because the industry is getting a lot bigger too yeah but then you have stars as well do you know what i mean you have stars people that are coming through and people are realizing now people are watching from the states from around the world and they're getting in mma so much that they're now going on beyond the ufc they're looking at here who's the best fighters coming up through europe yeah who do i watch cage wires and then they start following stars yeah from there so it's it's an amazing thing it all works in together and so
0: no, I it's like even with the fight pass getting on board big mm-hmm. and then, even though with like gordon ryan is at the flow of the grappling people now are starting to tune in and go oh what's this about because no, mm-hmm. will and then there's no punching, and I no, people are like, "Oh, is this not MMA? Because it's UFC fight passes everywhere. Hmm. You see boys grappling, everybody's starting to get into that. I think it's really good for the sport, especially you're with IFS, isn't
2: it? Is uh, it? FAI, And uh,
0: in FII. Belfast F- Fight Academy. Yep. Um, they've got some good fighters in there too. Absolutely. And uh, what? Do you, who's the guy? There's a guy I uh, used to always watch
2: years ago. If he was, he's in your corner. Joe McColgan, Joe yeah, yeah, an Irish MMA OG right there. Oh right? He,
0: he's like in, back in the day. One like of
2: the, one of the most entertaining fighters yeah. Ireland's ever produced. Like he's fought all the best, was always in entertaining fights like and was a, also became a world champion in Cage Warriors too yeah. last year. So yeah, good friend of mine.
0: And how do you how did that feel when you went back to the gym? That was it the Tuesday that was like they done a, the homecoming or was it Tuesday mm. or Wednesday after the fight?
2: After my fight, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> it's it's special, man. It's really, really special. Like I'm unbelievably fortunate to have like such an amount of people. Like we've quite a homely gym, although yeah. it's very successful, and we've got uh, basically all the best fighters in the country coming to us now. Yeah, still got that homely, homely sort of feeling to it. And to come back and you just see all the faces who you, you see every day, and you see how much it means to them as well. Yeah. It's it's unbelievably special. Like so, very and all very the wee kids. Ah mate, it's it's amazing. Like we have such a good kids program, and yeah. up, up in Fed Academy as well. And they're all love their MMA. And then they see these belts, and they're like, "Oh, this is the best thing ever." And it's like, yeah, it's it's amazing. Like
1: it's something though. Like I think to an extent, everybody should be able to handle themselves to some extent physically. Like that's the only oh, yeah. reason I started is because yeah. I think anybody that has a half decent fucking throw and punch thinks that's me sus. But there's a, such a big difference between throwing one haymaker and actually being physically competent. Mm-hmm. Now, you're not going to go out and scrap people in the fucking streets, but I mean, in case of like...
0: That's the new way coming out new uh, now. <laughs>
1: I mean, in terms of actually being physically... I think competent and confidence then grows where, versus I feel like if you don't have that in you, that confidence probably never fully there because even from like a behavioural, like, Joe, you know, like an ancestry thing, like fighting would have happened quite regular, Joe, you know, like hundreds oh. of years ago. Joe, you know, it's only really probably last 100 plus years, like, that's all died down and now it's almost seen as like, if you see a fight, it's almost abnormal, whereas, like, I'm sure way back, so I feel like it's one of the things that if you don't have that competency to some small extent, it's actually worth, like, that's one of the reasons why I started with Dagger because I was like, I'm not used to getting punched in the head, so it's like a completely my comfort zone is the gym i was gonna
0: say who's gonna punch you in the head in the gym Hopefully. yeah do you know what i mean
1: but it's one of them things where like i was saying like i was on a different podcast and he was like saying to me daggy was slagging me about like my job and stuff but the thing is it's one of them things where like we just take the piss right but he'll always say you know you sp- i didn't know the rule of sparring was like you know you spar and you hit as hard as you want to get hit and he was like i do that so i was like right fuck it i'll just whack him and see how hard he is. and i just hit him it wasn't even that and he whacked me and i was like fuck my head and he came clean off my shoulders but for me it's sort of nice because if you're not getting hit then you you realize you're not gonna break do you know what I mean but if you're not hit often it's 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 a strange feeling
2: yeah that and then you also getting hit makes you respect oh okay I don't want to be fighting people Uh, do you know what I mean it's like I want to avoid conflict on the streets do you know what I mean once once you get that respect for it then I think that's why you you see fighters and the the last thing last thing I ever want to do is be in some sort of a conflict Uh, in public I've always been that way but like the, it's it's dangerous shit. Like, do you think? Shit.
0: Do you think? I always thought so. do because you're all assuming. You no, know, <laughs> I've seen you in social settings. And, <laughs> I like, don't you, even you're know. Not you're you're not know. imposing. I don't want to know where that you're was. You're not but. imposing yourself on people. Yeah. Do you, oh, you think? No. Do you ever think someday some poor fella is gonna come go, go like buying you and then
2: go move out of the way? Well, I mean, I would, I would never even consider. Like, uh, you wouldn't. You couldn't. Like, yeah, because yeah. the thing I is, it was actual self-defense. Do you uh, know what I mean? Like it's then it just is what it is. They're but it uh, would get Would, you, would you have to kind
0: of go, no lad, you don't want this? Like, <laughs> no, I mean, like I would, would not even
2: say anything like uh, that. Like I would just like avoid, just walk away, get myself yeah. away from the situation. Like that's the last thing I'd ever want yeah. to do. Do you know what I mean?
1: Different when you know you're gonna win. Do you know what i mean like when this you thing. know you're actually gonna put him in hospital you're just like well there's no point on my ego doesn't need stroke i yeah, don't yeah. need and if anything it probably takes more self-restraint more self-discipline mm. to then walk away in that sense mm. it's different walking away whenever like you actually can do fuck all mm. like that's just useless but the thing is it's it's sort of like a it's like being, i know this sounds really odd but it's like whenever people say like loyalty isn't loyalty if nobody else fucking wants you in like a relationship I know it sounds terrible but it's one of them things where like (laughs) you're laughing at that but I I always laugh at that as like a a quote but it's a I think it's interesting because whenever you're actually disciplined people don't use it and then you always see like the scuffles on the street and you're like what the fuck is going on yeah this isn't it isn't like a proper actual fight it's fucking bonkers no
0: we're so aside from fighting MMA personally where do you where do you, you know because i know mm. there's more you're not just a fighter there's more i know you I know there's a lot more you want to do what's what do you see Have you got any personal things you want to start doing as well you know because oh, now, now your brand's rising you're, you're of course you're earning more mm-hmm. you know well, and a lot you
2: know, <laughs> case warriors aren't playing that bag yet
0: like and you're you know you've got your path is there stuff is other stuff you want to you i know there's other stuff you want to get into do you want to diversify
2: now yeah. Or are you talking no, five years no, just in, no, general. No, in general no. I mean right now I have a singular focus You know And it has to be that way yeah. It has to be that way now, I absolutely like, Will diversify in the future And I, and I will capitalise In my position Right now Where I'm at It's like I just need to be in the gym 24-7 yeah. Like That's the best use of my time yeah. I'm always thinking Like if there was something else That was Add more value To my life And to my training Another side hustle I would go into that yeah. right now and I, I'm considering things right now yeah. because I have these options that are more available to me now yeah. because of my success but it's, it's a hard thing because yeah. I have these opportunities and they're being presented and I can take them and make a little bit more money but it's like is that worth my time or not yeah. whenever because I know what I need to be doing and ultimately whenever I break through to the UFC I'm going to be a superstar very very soon when I get in there within the year so it's like I sort of know what's, where's the best investment of my time right now and that's being in the gym every single day getting better and and being the best fitter that I can be it's
1: that long term focus rather than short term like sort of
2: you're letting the fucking calf
1: growing a cow before you fucking get it it's absolutely and i think that's a really smart move knowing what's actually going to pay you off in the long run because it's all well and good maybe making a quick couple you see us all the time somebody does relatively well and then Mm. they start milking the fuck out of it Mm. and you see my Ah. and i'll just be blunt you see my protein sponsorships and now and it's absolute muck and their engagement even their engagement instagram dies down people start seeing not that they're selling out but they're they're starting to take any money that's starting to come initially at them.
2: Yeah.
1: And then you start to see like that. It's like prime example It's like I get asked all the time to share And I'm like, I would never share this. So this yeah. isn't going up no matter. Like people going £1,500 for a fucking story post. And you're going, that sounds great, but that's fucking stupid. Like, I don't yeah. fucking use well, that. Well, Manscaped
0: yeah. can keep sending me products to this podcast. No, oh, like Manscaped
1: now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Every, I, <laughs> no, I don't get dead like them. No, I don't grow any hair, so I'm all right. Uh, but no, uh, uh, doc, you've made me lose my train of thought now.
0: <laughs> I can't
1: even speak. I'm all nervous now. But
0: the, the <laughs> other thing, well, just to make people aware, it's Monday, the Monday before Christmas, mm-hmm. and Paul's back training, so we were like, wait, get a, get a time, because we needed, we needed him. If we we're going to do it here, we need him. And he's like, well, back training, so could we do it at half ten in the morning? And mm-hmm. that, leaves, that just shows that leaves you So you have the whole day And then you go back to training And you do your thing A lot of people mm-hmm. don't realise that You don't, you know It is your life mm-hmm. And as we, we talked about it on the podcast About, you know It's more than You know, professional footballers They do their thing for a couple hours in the morning They get their break They do their things in the evening Whereas you could be grappling in the morning mm-hmm. But feeding, recovery, massage Boxing, and then you may even be because I know a lot of these boys do it. You take classes from time to time. He's mm-hmm. he give back, mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the greatest things with MMA. With the gyms is, you don't just go. Oh, I'm too too good for that. No. Mm-hmm. Like a, not not taking the kids. Whereas you boys, you do. You actively do, and it's a promotion of the of the sport. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to give
2: back when you can. Yeah. Do you know what I mean not to say that I'm <laughs> coaching all the time? Do you know what I mean? Nah. But it's like I have my focus, and and people respect that. But it is good to, to, to yeah. give back. Do you know what I mean just what's been passed down to you? Yeah, you gotta pass on down. Do you know what I mean? And add your own sort of flavor to that, which is which is nice. Like,
0: yes, yeah, so imagine like for them kids, you and Joe coming in and take yeah. you. Know, like how's that not going to not inspire the next group coming uh, through?
2: Like, just that's funny you say that because the last two weeks I've been going down to the kids' class uh, throughout the days, like just to bring the belt down and like yeah. ask questions or answer questions and stuff, and just the look on their faces yeah. is like priceless. Priceless, and they'd be like, they, they, like the kids' class starts from like five years old or something yeah. and the coaches are like, hands up, who watched the fight? Every single kids like, like go mad. I watched it. <laughs> like, obviously, their parents would be involved in the gym yeah. and stuff. So it's like, nah, that that's sick. Like, there's you know. me at five watching fucking Thomas the Tank Engine. I, I, wow. <laughs> no, I know. Here it's mental. <laughs> sure you see kids doing double leg takedowns and throwing one twos at like five, six years old. I think like it's it's crazy. Like. Joe, you know I think as
1: well is really good that like whenever you give to, you always get back people. People, and the thing is, you're probably getting as much as they're getting inspiration. You probably get a lot of motivation because whenever you're inspiring people like that, mm-hmm. I think it fuels you from a deeper place. Yeah, because, for sure. Because like I, I like we had, had Garf speaking at events lo- last week, and he always calls it like the burning house analogy. He's like, whenever if there's if there's nobody you really care about or anybody you want in the burning house, you'll not really be. But he goes family somebody that really matters to you or kids he goes you'll immediately go in for it you'll always do it so he says like if you're doing something for other people that you care about or you see on a regular basis you'll always do it more than you will for yourself because when you run out of fuel for yourself Mm -hmm. there's other people fueling your tank yep and when you're doing it for just you you'll usually run out and you I think you do see that in certain individuals that's when people burn out whereas I feel like I know this from personal experience I'm sure you used to do as well you don't burn out whenever you're doing it for somebody else and I feel like that's probably something you probably don't you probably do click enough, but maybe it's not said. No, it's something that I don't see a whole lot of people say. It's all, Joe, I'm doing this for me, and mm. but like, a, like that's who you're actually you're inspiring, and then yeah. they're you're fueling you. I find that very interesting because that's something a lot of people yeah, probably don't touch that's,
2: on. That's a very, very good point. Very, very good point. Um, yeah, no, I <laughs> I, <laughs> I would think about that too. Like you, at the end of the day, it's it's got to be something greater than yourself to get you through the hard yeah. times. Do you know what I mean? It's got to be. And and I think it's why it's putting belief almost in that something beyond you. It's it's like my family, my friends yeah. or whatever. It's like they believe beyond me. So when I'm feeling shitty like like I've yeah. still got that fire burning. Like and I think that's why people like believing who believe and, and, and worship God a lot as well. Yeah. They believe that, that that something bigger to them's yeah, driving them. Picture. They've got that bigger purpose. And it's like, no, I gotta get after it because I have faith. Do you
1: know yeah, what I mean? It's the difference you make, too. Like, it's something as simple as, like... Although you'll be like, oh, well, this doesn't... Like, these are wee small things. Like, if you're taking an underage class, that's the difference between somebody whenever they grow up turning into a fucking junkie and somebody actually choosing a discipline path. Now, like, you, you'll you never see that because that that thing, but it all it takes is a couple key words. Mm. And you've made a real influence, not the shite influence that everybody talks about. But, like, do you know that where people diverge into two paths. It can be just something as simple as you say something, fuck, that's a really good takedown, something simple like it, and they just get hooked because of that compliment, that drive from you, versus they could have gave up the following week, and now all of a sudden, Joe, you know, they're unhealthy, they're unhappy, they start going down a negative path. So you don't realize the positive effect you actually probably have on people yeah. whenever you stay. Because whenever you stay the path, and you, you walk through that, and you make it to the other side, people go, fuck, if he's done that, he's from where I am. Mm. I can fucking do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I feel like all of a sudden it, it, it literally creates the path for other people to go, well, that's been done. I can do that. It's always hardest whenever you're one of the the first couple. And I feel like you'll notice that with more and more people as they go through. A prime example is like a lot of people used to never do f- fitness or yeah. online. Inter- like
0: we talked about last week.
1: And the amount of people now, fuck me, everywhere you go is fucking three tips for fat loss. Three. Everybody wants to fucking be- because they know they can actually fucking do it. Yeah. And I guarantee you that you'll see more and more of that, which is interesting because Although it's harder for you, I imagine if you're starting MMA ten years' time, the amount of people fucking doing it. Mm-hmm. It'll be, but I think that's it's probably a real thing that's
2: down be- that barrier that they sort of maybe perceive to be there. It's like whenever I was coming up as a fighter, there was no Irish guys in the UFC. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean. So it was like that was just a completely unheard of thing that I would never imagine that could be a career for me in the future. Yeah. And then Conor McGregor broke through, and then he starts fighting in the UFC. Then he starts winning in the UFC. And I'm coming up as this amateur fighter And I'm like you man from down the roads uh, In the UFC So why the hell could I not do it So it's yep. exactly what The point you're speaking to Breaks down that barrier And it essentially eliminates that doubt Of I can't do that And as as mentioned earlier Especially in fighting It's just the elimination of doubt Is the most important thing For success So these kids coming up And they're, they're maybe Having these experiences They're meeting a, a world champion From their area They're meeting somebody Who's been yep. there and done it And they're like Ah okay so I could maybe do this if if I put my mind to it. So very important, and that's yeah. it's on you touch too. Like it's it's something I take so so seriously is, is being a role model because I think we we lack maybe role models a little bit in this yeah, country. Maybe just because it's a small country. I I don't know, but I feel like I feel like it's such an important thing, and it's something that I do take seriously. Like so these kid class kids classes and stuff. Like if I'm out like frigging partying all weekend and yeah. doing this and that, and I'm coming in and talking to kids, it's like it's completely. No, it it's a complete it. hypocritical. Yeah. Whereas if I'm actually living that life and I'm be trying to be successful and getting after that, then that's a lot more inspiring. It's
1: because you more. If your morals and values are in the right place, and then you're leading by that, and you also your actions reflect that. It's not. Mm. You, it's easy to say, you know, this is my number one priority, but your actual actions will always speak about it. And then I feel like, whenever you give back like that, you'll always get more from it. I just feel like it's it's like a, it's like a positive feedback loop. Because mm-hmm. then you'll lean in more because you're getting more. Then you get more out of it, and it just constantly goes. worse I feel like a lot of the time, to get that initially, you have to lean in for such a long time period before you get anything back. Mm-hmm. That's usually when people drop off. Yeah, you're absolutely and, right. And that's the, that's the frustration mm-hmm. part of this, yeah. like the circle. Yeah. And I feel like I was there for so long. I'm sure you were. I'm sure. You, and the problem is, it 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 burns me because you'll you'll see people come in, and you'll know they're not a million miles away, and you see people sometimes about to drop off and the difference is they get talking to one of us or they get talking to somebody and it's just that little nudge and it's like they're literally like that they're like a wee tiny bit away from it and then they just get it or they disappear and it's such a mm. it's interesting what makes the difference yeah. but usually it is somebody having that little bit of an influence and I feel like it's just one of them things you don't take into account enough it's yeah
0: but I find it I find it would be it's a lot easier for you because you're real like it's none of it's an act mm. No, you get no people would lie to themselves and they put on an act no, I'm going to do this. Going to give back this. Want to be a role model. They throw out the wee phrases and all. But for you, it's, it's real. This is you. You're not. you're not hiding away at the weekends. You know. You, get, you know. As you said, though, know, the boys partying all weekends, coming and going. Oh, I'm a good role model for the kids. But really, they're just
2: bored f- by my program. Do you I, know what I mean? For yeah. health, and you're out partying at the weekends. It's like exactly. F- I mean, I'm not I, not I, I'm
0: it at any. Do, do do you? Yeah. But it, it but it, it's harder for them. It's easy when you're 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 just Paul Hughes this is you it's not an act you get up in the morning you're the same guy who goes to bed at night you're the same guy goes into the gym no you're not acting up you're not you're not hiding who you really are this mm. is this is you you're an MM you're a martial artist you're an MMA fighter you know you're you're a role model of the kids you're not putting on an act mm. no it's like you can see the veil drops in certain people I'll not, I'll not say well Connor's a billionaire now it's hard not to turn into a dick ear billionaire yeah, like yeah. no if you're going from poor to become a billionaire, everybody's going to lose their mind for a certain point mm. of their life. But I'd lose
2: my mind. No oh, I'd lose If I
0: was buying a Lamborghini yacht, I'd be a nightmare. Like a nightmare. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Maybe I mean, uh, yeah. you know, like I Do cannot, what you want. I, mean, I don't, you don't care. care. Yeah, work there, away. You
0: know, like, there's difference. There's difference when you become rich and you, when you become that rich. And mm. it's especially when you're coming from from being on the dole mm-hmm. for his first fight, and like. He does. He is going to be a bit mad at the moment, but tell me someone who's not going to go mad. I was going to say yeah. he's
1: somebody he's like you sort of deserve
2: to. Nobody go say, a bit. Nobody's going yeah.
0: to say no to Conor McGregor. I think yeah. he does in his life. Now. Like,
2: but even saying that, I, like I have empathy for the guy. Yeah. I sort of feel for him at the oh, same tough, time because like, at the end of the day, like what we think, or we think uh, his li- life is like. Yeah, it's just we could never ever yeah. even have an idea of what it's like. Every yeah. single interaction that he's had with probably anybody in the world. For the last, let's say, they all want six, seven years is is skewed. Yeah. It's flawed. It's not real. Yeah. yeah so, I'm like, sure. that's his life. Yeah. All the time. It's hard to be a so fighter like, when you're like that. No, it's oh, It's used.
0: hard for him to be a fighter. Like, when he comes, he's like one of the boys who comes back now, one foot in, one foot out, and you, like, they're never giving him a tune up fight.
2: I think he should definitely take some tune you know, uh, but I don't. Price? I
0: don't think they can afford to give him one because the, they might the money have to pay. Exactly, him. that's unfortunate it's too big that.
2: a fucking yeah. Yeah, like it, But it's not. He wants that too. Yeah, you know that's it mean? though. But, but that's why he was. Well, fuck me successful. if somebody's
1: offering me that sort of money. I'd go in for a fucking pro M M F and get my head beat off me for fucking that much. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Though, like, you, Aye, no, so the, the so. problem is, it's one of them things where, and then there's that balance of staying relative, and yeah. so you have to be in, and you can't just disappear for fucking ten years and come back and. I I feel like it's yeah, it's
2: his his all well, his brands rely on his image too. Yeah. So he's got to stay in the game a little bit, even uh, if he's maybe not technically heads in it. Yeah. His brands rely on that a little bit, but so, even that, like I sound like I'm ridiculing here, but like no that's no one no of the main reasons I became a like I was a fighter before, but as I mentioned, like yeah. he sort of broke the barriers for me and was yeah. like, so he's one of my greatest. Well, he paved the like oh yeah. We same manager like as well. Yeah. Like it's it's well they have a man in
0: Ireland owes a lot to Connor. Connor owes hmm. a lot to MMA in Ireland, but that oh you know, Connor I think, paved the way and showed and then what well, Patty going in and all the boys going in after him mm. from that gym. That was no like mm. I don't know how it works, but I'm sure Connor and, and Kavanaugh said somehow, well, you want need these boys in too, you know, for, for the oh,
2: cards. Like, it absolutely helps. It yeah. absolutely helps. Yeah. And if it wasn't dog.
0: for them, you know the MMA if in in all different like belfort has got loads of Irish and a Cage Warriors mm. always had loads of Irish already. But it it takes a Connor to do them things for a Paul Hughes to fly. For sure. You no, know, down sure. down the lane. I'm sure Dana White was like, What the fuck do you mean, Ireland? You no. Know, yeah. What do you mean Ireland? Like yeah, I've got sure. all these. I, like,
2: I was like, an Irish guy in the uh, UFC, what? Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean?
0: But even then back in the day, like, even Australia now is starting to come through. But for years it was like there was no for the size yeah. of the country of Australia there was really no MMA fitters coming out of Australia. It was yeah. all just America, a lot of it was American based, and then you had the Brazilians, mm-hmm. and then now the Europeans starting to fly, like the mm-hmm. Polish guys that are coming through, and all the boys yep. from Eastern Europe, and then you've all the the Russian boys and the Kazakhs and all the resters. So it's it's really you know, global, in, a, in a way, European MMA is probably stronger than. Than every other part of the world now, I would say it's getting, it's definitely getting there. There's a lot of boys
2: getting close like for sure. There's a
0: lot of boys, but we'll probably wrap it up.
1: Wrap it up. I have one wee small question. I know this is a bit. This is probably a bit more of a mindset thing. I wish we had dived in a little bit more to, <coughs> but because the camera's going to die now anyway. But uh, <laughs> I only brought one battery. And see whenever now take yourself back a little bit, right? But I'm just imagining see before you have like everything starting to pay off. See when things were starting to get really tough because obviously you're probably making even less money Mm. you're putting in so much time and you're in that frustration period would you ever say anything to yourself or think something in particular to really get through that I know that's a really like unique I don't not looking like a a quote but is there or was it just like I have this vision where I'm going and there's no buts or I know that's quite heavy but
2: it it really is just the self belief that drives you through it really really is that vision
1: and do you think that's just a case of like this is all I ever want to do
2: it's like at the end of the day to get through this game like first of all if it was easy everyone would do it second of all it needs to be I ha- you have to love it you have yeah. to love this game you have to love the grind you have to love in a certain sick way the the intensity and the the loneliness the the grind of trying to be the best in the world at something and that's that's what sort of drove me through it so it was to be completely honest yeah
1: yeah I just find it really interesting do you know what I mean because it's something that we're done right we will wrap it wrap yeah. it there Mickey you do outro where,
0: where can they find you Paul Hughes MMA just Paul Hughes
2: MMA everywhere Paul Hughes brother. MMA and yes, everything sir. go
0: watch the movie was it YouTube yeah YouTube yeah yeah go watch the movie I've seen I've seen a bit of it it's not a blue one <laughs> oh, why is just a bit
2: why is just a bad? what's going on here the retention we need to work on the retention here
0: uh, you can, you can pl- plug away anything else to plug you need to plug mm. go on Tony's app no, he's got no members.
1: What? No, fuck. We're closed until New Year's. Can't handle anybody fucking else. Jesus yeah, Christ. That's unreal. It's fucking bonkers. Right, is that us? Is that us, us wrapped up.
0: Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. I was going to say, Merry, let's Merry Christmas. Work. No, one's not going to unbox Tony's going to say Merry
2: Christmas for us here. let's Take it away. Have a merry. <laughs> Paul,
0: Paul's going to choke Tony out now off camera. <laughs> yeah, I see you there. Keep rating, and reviewing, and sharing. We'll see you next time. Yes, sir.